I'm Sylvia St. Cyr, and joining me today is very special guest, originally from Manitoba, Gary and Mavis Unger. Now, you together started Beauty Out of Ashes. Gary, joining us today, I would love to know how you came to, obviously you said you were the founders, uh, found Beauty Out of Ashes. How did that come about? Well, you know, we had been in Haiti for a number of years, uh, working just at an orphanage. And and uh, during that time, we saw uh, a, just a tremendous need to uh, to help the, the uh, domestic slave kids, street kids. Uh, we were seeing so much of that. And uh, and we figured that's we just felt that's where God was calling us to to go. So we started to do a lot of research and and. Uh, got in touch with uh, with a social worker in Haiti and then in touch with the local child and family services so that we could do this completely legal. And we got our uh, home church on board in, in Lamarck, Heartland Community Church, and got a really strong board of directors with a, a, a really um, just a love for the girls and, and a really strong vision for what they wanted and, and for what they wanted to see us uh, complete through that to this process so it's been a really good uh, it's been really really good these last four years it's it's been awesome and wow. uh, so what is yeah we uh, we we started the, the it's it's really it's a long-term foster care program mm. and uh, you know I'll let you ask questions if you no I, well I was just going to say first of all landmark Manitoba yes amazing um, yeah. before you said you've been to Haiti, you had been, you know, uh, doing stuff with the orphanages Were then you and your wife just going back and forth. And now you live there. Is that the no, deal? We, no, no, we, we lived in Haiti. Uh, we moved here in 2015. We moved here. We've been here ever since. Yeah. So we did, we did work in it. Like I said, we did work in an orphanage for about a year and a half and, and and God just called us in, in a different direction, and and it's been just an amazing ride. Wow! Um, I would love to know because I come from Niverville, very close to Landmark. You know, you you grow yeah. up small town, you move yeah. to a place like Haiti. Please, I would love to hear what was that like. Well, the first time, uh, first time we just came out for a short visit, and. Um, my wife worked through a, through the orphanage with a women's conference and I stayed back and helped a bunch of the hus- the other husbands uh, uh, doing projects at the orphanage. And both me and my wife kind of just fell in love with one of the girls at the orphanage. And, and that was kind of the start of our journey. We, we pursued uh, adoption and, and that's really what started this whole thing. And when uh, when those doors were all closed, we had become so um, attached to Michela that uh, that we couldn't just leave her, and she was attached to us. So we moved there, hoping we could, you know, maybe get a student visa back home. But you know, after I think six attempts uh, of getting a student visa, uh, you know, God just shut those doors down, and and we decided, you know what, He obviously wants us to stay in Haiti, and. And we've been here ever since. And uh, I mean, the plan is to, we'll be here quite a while because we got some fairly young girls yet that we got to raise up to till they get married or move on, whatever they do. So, oh my goodness gracious, yeah. that is amazing. What 
does beauty out of ashes do? Like, tell me about this. this We are a long-term foster care program registered with the Haitian government. Uh, We are, our, our our ministry, our mission is to, first of all, to show them the love of Christ and, and to teach them about Jesus and give them a very strong education so that they have every chance possible to succeed in life. We want to be able to help them recapture their childhood. Many of the, of our, of our uh, 11 girls have had a, a horrible, horrible uh, past, you know, filled with a lot of trauma. So, you know, there's a lot of counseling that's gone into, into, into the ministry and, uh, you know, just let them, let them be, be kids again, play. And, you know, we've got a huge soccer field. We've got a basketball court and uh, I mean, the kids are loving it and they're, and, and they're just excelling in school. We, we started a really strong, the Excel, the ACE Christian program, the accelerated Christian program education. And it's been just phenomenal. The kids are just, are just grasping into it so quickly and, and doing so well. I mean, their, their English in the last four years has, Every one of those kids can already translate for us. If, if a Haitian will come to the gate and, and need something, they can all translate for us. So they've, they've done really, really well. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting leaky. Uh, that <laughs> is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, we, we, these, I mean, we're, we're like mom and dad to them. I'm not, and, and there are girls like so. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. 11 of them. Uh, what are the age ranges? Angie turned 16 and Marlene will be turning nine in, uh, in a week. She's our youngest. And we're actually probably going to be getting another girl uh, who was living with her grandma in some really bad conditions. Her grandma was really treating her bad, but her mom was on the street and her mom just died this last week. So uh, we're kind of going through uh, because the grandma doesn't know what to do with her. So, and she happens to be a sister to one of our girls. So it's, wow. and she'll be the young girl then. So we're, we're really excited to, to be able to get her on the program. And then another, another girl in our family. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Even, Oh, I love it so much. Like hearing what you and your wife are doing is directly helping end human trafficking. And it, it's it a huge much. part of what we hear. Yes. Because our youngest girl, Marlene, when when uh, our social worker found her, she was four years old, living on the street, probably the mentality of a 12-year-old, and definitely headed toward prostitution because she was just, I mean, she fended for herself. Her mom, her mom is, was clinically insane, so not able to take care of her. So this girl just begged off the street, begged, you know, people passerbys for food and stuff, and you know, you know where that ends up when a girl becomes 10, 11 years old and they still need food. It's uh it's not a pretty picture for their for their future. And now this little kid is like, I mean, she's she giggles all day long and she she loves it. I mean, it's, she loves life. She's having an amazing life. So from my heart as a mother <laughs> to you guys, you and Mavis, thank you so much. For what you guys are doing. That's amazing. Oh, I'm going to come on myself, but. <laughs> we love what we do. God has, has given us such a tremendous love for these girls. It's, you know, like I always tell people, I love these kids as much as I love my own kids. And my own kids know that. So, you know. Speaking of, you have kids of your own? <laughs> we have, uh, we have uh, three biological children. And then we have Michaela, 
and our biological one, uh, Melissa and her husband have four children. They live in Texas. Danielle and Andrew have three three children and they live in St. Anne, Manitoba. And Dylan and Michelle have two children. They live in Steinbach. So, and wow. then we have our daughter, Michaela, which we are legal guardians of because we were apparently a little too old to adopt at the time. And, and believe it or not, Michaela is studying at a Christian high school in Montana, another complete, absolute dream. So, I mean, God has just absolutely, completely blown us away with how he has provided, uh, just how he just provided everything. Everything's fallen into place. And it's, you know, she's just loving it out there and thriving. And so. That is amazing. Yeah. So um, in the past 18 months, yeah, a year and a half, what has the pandemic been like for your ministry? Oh, wow. You know, what it's really hurt us is that no one has been able to come visit us. We actually, this week, our, our head board of director came and he has not been here for two years and he was our last visitor. And, and he has just been itching. He, uh, the, you know, they both just love our girls. In fact, they're out there right now. Uh, he's building, helping build a, a shower stall, put it together. And uh, uh, Florence is baking with the girls, teaching how to bake and, and with my wife together. So, yeah, no, it's, it's hurt that. And what it's really impacted is where it's hurt our communities. We've not been able to have any doctor or dentist teams come up and and serve the community we usually have quite a few teams come up every year and and then we do free healthcare clinic where i mean we have 80 we have 80 people a day that we see and and the lineups are just as far sometimes as far as you can see because you know these people just do not have the means to to see a doctor so or a dentist yeah i would love to hear how you recently partnered with ryan from give the word oh. That was awesome. We we met Ryan Rempel and both Rob Weeb work with uh, with uh, Give the Word, and we met them at originally at Mission Fest back well when the last Mission Fest was for pandemic, and uh, I just kind of hooked up with them and and when they found out what we did, they got really excited. They they right away got together and got us a bunch of Creole Bibles and and little Creole uh, uh, these little uh, little testaments that you can just hand out to kids. Uh, like kind of showing the love of God. And, um, and uh, yeah, so, and then this last time we were home, uh, Ryan called me up and said he had gotten a bunch of new Creole Bibles. Plus he gotten some really cool, it's uh, Bibles for our girls. They're called Inspire. And they're, they're the kind of Bible you can doodle in. So when our girls got these Bibles, they, I mean, they've just been doodling in them ever since. And, and, uh, and, and reading and studying. And it's, it's been awesome. I mean, our oldest girl, when she got her first Bible two years ago from Ryan, she's probably spends, I would say two hours a day, just reading. And she is on fire for the Lord and will um, tell anyone, anyone she meets, no matter if the person will laugh at her, she will share her testimony and, and give him scripture to read or her scripture to read. She's just like, Whereas I would just like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm way more scared when some kind of, you know, will laugh at you. Just, okay, no problem. But uh, no, she's, the girls are just amazing. And, and the Bibles have been amazing. They've, they've had so much fun handing them out in the churches and, and on the street. And so it's been a great partnership. And I, 
I know it's going to be a, a long-term partnership because every time we go home, they've got, they've got Bibles for us and, and uh, it's been good. A really great organization. Yeah, uh, give I agree. <laughs> um, they do is, is it's amazing. We, we need Creole Bibles out here. So. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I was going to just clarify. It goes beyond your wonderful 11 girls. Uh, Ryan has offered more Bibles for you guys to hand out as well then. Yeah, a a lot. Yes. Nice. Yes. Amazing. With the Bibles. So that is wonderful. Um, I love what you guys are doing. Is there anything else that you want to share? And or if somebody wants to support you guys, how can they do that? Yeah. Anything else that you want to? Supporting us is is done through ICMS, International Christian uh, Mission Service. Uh, we're an agent for them. And uh, so if they want to find out how to do that, they can go to our website at boahaiti.org. And, you know, check it out, see it, go on Facebook. You know, my wife responds pretty quickly if, if you know, someone asks a question or, or uh, one of our board of directors is our social media lady, Candice. She'll, she'll answer questions. Um, as far as, as things, uh, you know, we just, uh, if the listeners would uh, please continue to pray for the families that were affected by the earthquake, there's still some little pockets that have not been, um, have not been gotten to yet as far as aid or, or, you know, even finding, finding bodies. I mean, it, it's, it's sad. It's really, really sad. You know, some of the infrastructure has been damaged so badly and, uh, uh, I, I, something kind of on a separate note is the last time around when I was home, I, I did a, a couple of interviews and we started a, a search and rescue dog fund. I'm actually got, I got asked by, by a group of my Haitian friends to become part of a, a, a rescue team here in Haiti. So that the next time a earthquake or natural disaster happens, we can actually be deployed with dogs in, in a matter of hours you know, to help recover bodies and, and, and find people still alive. So uh, that would be a huge ministry that, that, uh, you know, that we could do. And I'm really excited about that. We're about, about $4,000 short right now of our, of our goals. So it's not very far no, to, to, you know, and then that includes training and stuff and, and, you know, pray for our, our fish farm. We have a feed the neighborhood fish farm where we raise about 3,400 tilapia. This is basically, we're doing this to, create jobs for our girls that they can have us, you know, get some uh, sustainability in the future. We also do an eye clinic where two of our girls, you know, see patients and, you know, these are all little things we're trying to do that they have a future job that they can. One of our girls is is doing dental hygiene where she cleans teeth for people. She uh, whitens teeth. So trying to make, you know, just the, the best possible chance for them to succeed in the future. Thank you so much, Gary, for taking the time to share your heart and your ministry, Beauty Out of Ashes, with us and the listeners today.